Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we looked at whether it was more important to be thin or to be fit. So if you'd like the answer to that question, I'd suggest you go back and listen to my last week's podcast. But one of the things that we saw in there was that 45 million Americans would go on a diet this year. That information leads us to believe that regardless of what we found out about the relative virtues of thinness and fitness, it's very important to us to be thin and look like the social norms if 45 million of us are going to go on a diet. Well, it just so happens that when I was researching, I came across the U.S. News and World Report had ranked 39 of the most popular diets to see which one was the best diet. Now, before I get into this, I'm going to say I don't work for U.S. News and World Report. They gave their methodology, and I'll explain that. It didn't say who was picked. It just said experts, and there's a lot of different people that can qualify for an expert. So with that information, I'm going to put my little disclaimer here that to me, the best diet that you can go on is the one that fits you and your lifestyle. Some of these diets are very restrictive, and if they are, you need to check with a healthcare specialist, a nutritionist, a doctor, or somebody that knows you and your health to decide exactly what you need to do instead of getting your information from a magazine article, a website, or even a podcast. So, with all that being said, let's look at what the U.S. News & World Report stated. They took 39 different diets. They got 24 panelists. Didn't say exactly the breakdown. There were nutritionalists, diabetic specialists, cardiovascular specialists, and weight loss experts. And each one of those ranked all of the diets on seven criteria. The ease of it was for compliance, short-term weight loss, which although short-term weight loss is not always a goal because a lot of times if you lose it fast, you gain it back fast. If you're wanting to drop a few pounds before swimsuit weather, then that's definitely short-term weight loss. Number three is long-term weight loss, and that's stuff that's better for your health. Also, its effect on number four was effect on cardiovascular disease. Number five was its effect on diabetes. Number six was, is it nutritionally complete? If you recall in episode 27 when we were discussing is it necessary to take a multivitamin, we pointed out that people who were on a caloric restrictive diet, especially one that limits major food groups, were tremendously deficient in certain nutrients that were vitally important. And that kind of leads us to the health risks. Some of these diets are just not suitable for certain populations, and you need to be aware of which diets you probably should avoid based on your particular situation. So let's get to the results. According to U.S. News and World Report and their panel of experts and their way of figuring this out, the number one diet, and it's been the number one diet overall for the past four years, is the Mediterranean diet. They found it by doing epidemiological research, try saying that one three times fast, they discovered by doing epidemiological research that people who lived in and around the Mediterranean just seemed to live longer and have fewer heart attacks and just be in better health than a lot of the rest of us. 
So they started looking to see what it was, and it turned out that it was probably their diet. Their diet was very heavy in fruits and vegetables, whole grains, beans, olive oil, fish, and lots of herbs and spices. It limits red meat and sweets, and you can have wine with it if you want or not if you don't. The second one and third one were tied. They were the DASH diet, which is mainly to reduce hypertension, but it was found that it's a diet of mainly fruits and vegetables, whole grains, lean meat, low-fat dairy, and it's low on salt, sugar, and fat. Seems like there might be a correlation here. Flexitarian was the third one. It's really a vegetarian diet that's mostly a plant-based diet, which means lots of fruits and veggies and whole grains. But it's flexitarian instead of vegetarian because if you want a burger or a steak or whatever, if you want meat, you can still have it. It's just you try to lower the amount of meat that you eat. Now, if you notice, all three of those are pretty much, um, like Michael Pollan said, eat food, mostly plants, not too much. So those diets are the best things overall for overall health. Now, if you're wanting to get into weight loss, if you want to lose weight on the, over the long term, the flexitarian diet was number one. But tied with it was also the Weight Watchers diet. Then the vegan diet and volumetrics were tied for, I guess, third place. And in the volumetrics diet, they, and you'd probably need to get the book for that but or talk to a doctor or nutritionist, but everything is divided into four categories. The category one is very low-calorie um, foods with high nutrient density. And category four is very high calorie foods with very low nutrient density, and they've spread it out in there. And you just try to eat lower on the uh, number system. Now, if you want to get into the fast weight loss diets, because summer's coming up and a lot of us are self-conscious about the way we look, the Health Management Resource, HMR diet, it's a meal replacement diet that includes coaching on lifestyle modification. That's the number one diet. And it was said that you could lose one to two pounds per week. Now, I'd like to throw in there, if you're thinking about losing weight, one to two pounds per week is just about all you can really expect to lose as far as losing fat. Now, almost all the diets, especially the ones that are very um, carbohydrate restrictive, you lose a lot of carbohydrates and you lose a lot of water. So I've heard it said before, you're not thin, you're dry. So that's a big difference. It was HMR, then the Atkins diet, and then Weight Watchers. And it's interesting, the HMR diet and the Atkins diet were like 26 and 30-something as far as on the ranking. Weight Watchers diet was number four, and it's the best commercial diet plan. And it's not as restrictive as some of the other diets. It's fairly easy to follow. So if you're willing to pay for your dietary accountability, then that might be a good one for you to check out. Some of the other ones... um, Best diets for overall healthy eating was a tie between the DASH and the Mediterranean. Easiest diets to follow was the Mediterranean diet followed by Weight Watchers. If you happen to be a diabetic, Flexitarian and Mediterranean diet were tied for number one. The best heart healthy diets, the DASH diet, the Mediterranean diet, and the Ornish diet were tied for number one. And the best plant-based diets, the Mediterranean diet was number one. 
That makes the Mediterranean diet number one on six out of nine of the categories. Unfortunately for a lot of us, the only ones that it did not come in first on were the weight loss ones. So if you're wanting to lose weight, Mediterranean diet may not necessarily be the best one for you. If you're wanting to maintain overall good health, the Mediterranean diet is probably your best bet. So we talked about the best. I'm going to give just a minute of what are the worst diets. Those were the Duquesne, the Keto, the GAPS, which is Gut and Psychology Syndrome Diet, um, the Paleo Diet. Any of these diets where you do severe restrictions of what you can and can't eat, where you cut out entire groups like you don't eat any carbs, or you severely limit the amount of carbs that you eat, or you severely limit the amount of fat that you eat. Any of these that you chunk out entire food groups, they're not good for you as far as your health. They're not good for you as far as being nutritionally complete. So bottom line is a balanced, healthy, variety, overall eating plan is good. That would be like the Mediterranean diet, the DASH, the flexitarian diets. However, if you're wanting to lose weight, um, there's a lot of different diet options out there. You can look at the U.S. News study and see there's 20 or 39 of them. So you can see which ones you like. But remember, it's probably more important that you exercise and get in shape than that you lose the weight. Anyway, I hope this makes your fitness journey just a little bit funner and we'll see you next week. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.